0: If you would like to join a community of like-minded agency owners and scale your business while doing so, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call to explore options on how we can help you scale your agency. What is good, agency owners? This is Jordan Ross, founder of Eight Figure Agency and your host here on How to Scale an Agency Podcast. Today, we got a really awesome guest, Shorty Stark, founder of New5. He has been an 8F client and has grown, it's doubled his business in the first 90 days working with us, going from $25,000 per month to 50K per month. You're going to want to listen, take notes, because if you're in a similar spot, you're going to want to hear, hear how he did it. He's based in the Netherlands, running a Shopify dev and design agency for the e commerce space. Really awesome, awesome dude. Jordi, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So for everyone that doesn't know you, what's the high level of Jordy and New5?
1: So we're a Shopify agency and we focus on our niche, fashion and jewelry brands uh, and well, especially so DTC and there we do like design, branding of the stores and ongoing development. And that's uh, in particularly for brands in the Netherlands, Uh, but we're also expanding to the US. We have a few brands that, uh, that are US based. So we also start to grow, uh, grow that side.
0: I love it. And let's just dive right into the story, right? So when we met 90 days, you start working with us, you're on month three right now, right? So you're about 90 days in doubled going from 25 to 50 K. And where were you coming in three months ago, right? What were the issues you were facing at that point? I have them written in front of me, but for the audience to give some context on where you were at. Yeah.
1: So. Well, what happens when you start as a small agency, often it's always in the head from the owner and he will just delegate it week by week or day by day. And this also, this progress, this is the same for working with clients. It's kind of messy. When you have a few clients, then then it will work out fine. But if you start to scale, then you really need the systems uh, in place to be able to communicate on point, also to your team members, but especially to the clients. And that's really helped uh, helped us with uh, with eight figures. Yeah,
0: coming in, you're having some bottlenecks and issues with your systems. You need some help with the SOPs and processes and design. So, and you're you know I'm at you're at 25k a month doing well, but you're you can do better, and you know you can. So you you came in, you started working, I believe, with us and Herbert. What were some of the initial things you started to do that enabled you? to grow over the 90 day period
1: i actually started pretty fast working on sops as well in particular for training team members and so the tasks that i was doing way too long i could delegate them to the team and they were able to well do it themselves in the way that i did it uh, because i trained them on a weekly basis which is which is great and over yeah after the first project that that we did after the trainings it did will go well and it just was like a huge celebration for me to uh <laughs> to hand it over and to uh know that the team members can do uh, deliver the job yeah
0: so what was it about before you met us and you worked with our consultant that you weren't able to do this like why why did it take an 8F collab to to be able to do that it's sometimes you
1: just need someone next to you who can like you can explain what's going on and someone else can really help you say hey this is this is how it actually should go and that will help you and that's something if you're so into the business sometimes you don't have that vision of being being on a higher level of the business business so that that really helped me yeah
0: it's so interesting i one of the, my favorite expressions i say you can't read the label when you're on the inside of the box and i i'm on sales calls all the time and i tell people one of the benefits is you're so caught in the weeds that you can't see it. I don't know if I've had a client aware enough to be like, I just couldn't see what I was doing inappropriately with training, right? So what were the big learnings you had around training? So by enabling your talent to take on more, you were able to go sell more. Is that is that what this r- really was?
1: Yeah, exactly. And also I was able to hire people much faster. I had more time and I had also the trust that if I... If I could hire someone else, I could train him really fast to be able to do the job that that we wanted him to do. And he should also be able to deliver the quality that we want uh, because, well, we, we had a very clear scope uh, that's written in the SOP with the quality that has to be created.
0: So talk us through some of the tangible, tactical things. You come in, you're unable to train as fast as you want. You're unable to bring on talent as fast as you want. What were some of the the very tactical things you did with Herbert? Who, by the way, guys, Herbert has built his own eight-figure business. He's run three eight-figure companies. So, you know, this is is not his first rodeo. And he's also worked with some of the other, you know, thriving, a lot of our thriving clients. But what were some of the tactical things you learned about training or workflows or process mapping that led to that result?
1: It's actually uh, setting KPIs uh, on every level of the business, also for the team members. Before it was really hard to measure how team members would perform. Like I would really have to check everything to see what would be good quality of work. But now when we have KPIs in place, like the team members have to show that they are meeting the, the, the required KPI that they need to hit. Uh, So that's, that's, that's something that really has changed uh, over the past three months. They will have the responsibility to, well, to deliver it and they know what to, what needs to be delivered.
0: I love that. I think it's one of the things I talk about in sports, right. Or in business, the right expectations lead to 25 to 50% improvement in performance. KPIs are an expectation, but what you're saying. As in a development and design agency, KPIs aren't like it's not about the client results, it's about project management. What type of KPIs did you implement that you didn't have in your dev agency before?
1: So, currently, we're having like when we launch a pro- project, we have uh, a quality uh, moment where we check it, and that needs to be done for 80%. Uh, and then it should be deliverable with less than 10 bucks. That's easy, measurable. And also, the developer has to check their work themselves or, or ask team members to check it basically if i'm gonna check it sometimes i want to do it every time but sometimes i'm gonna check it if it will be uh, above 10 uh, then they know that someone or the team did not deliver the quality that we needed to deliver and then they know what's what's what should be be, be done better yeah
0: yeah and i think it's to your point it's pretty telling It almost sounds so simple. Yeah, when we launch a site, we need to have less than 10 bugs. But if you don't define it, a developer might think this is a good website. But then when you audit it, I count. So when they're auditing now, before they go live for quality assurance, they're counting how many bugs they have. And it's like, all right, this needs to be launched with less, right? So before it goes live, they can self-improve. And I think this is, it actually sounds so simple, but one of the biggest levers that we can pull is teaching our team how to think and problem solve on their own. That's actually what I'm hearing is a byproduct of this process. Your team is able to review their own work and make things better without you needing to be there.
1: Yeah. And in particular, we are also doing this like to clients nowadays. We're going to have KPIs, and it might be that someone from the client is responsible for that KPI. If they don't deliver, we can't deliver. So it's like it's helping everyone inside the team, but also with working with clients. They know what's what we expect from them and they know what they can expect from us.
0: Scaling your agency month over month is hard. You have to work on delivery and worry about retention and sales, appointments, managing your team and so much more. I was able to grow a multi seven figure business and remove myself completely from the day to day operation. If you want to do the same, I will show you the exact process I followed to hit the $2 million per year run rate and completely remove myself from the operation. If you want to build the dream business and live the life of your dreams, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash value. I will show you how to build a business that can grow and operate without needing you. Once again, this is eightfigureagency.co forward slash value, and I will give you my best training ever for free. Tell me about the actual training process. What changed about training talent when you started working with us that you weren't doing before, whether it's workflows, on-call audits, feedback, like what are some other things that you added that really enabled your talent to improve their performance?
1: So I was actually doing most of the, like the tiny task, the small tasks that I could actually outsource. So what I did, I still did it once. I recorded it and then I let someone else create the SOP based on the video that I created. It literally didn't cost me any more time than just doing it once for myself. That's how easy it can be. Well, of course you have to check if the SOP is matching your requirements, but If you define the definition of done and of what should be required for the SOP, SOP, which is part of the process, then it's just easy to uh, implement.
0: That's so simple, but it really is drastic because how much time a week do you think that one, between all the small tasks that you got off your plate, how much time do you think that saved you?
1: I think I got a whole day less of small tasks, uh, which I can focus now on uh, while creating more trainings for the team so they can become faster more skilled, and they can replace more tasks in the future so it's it's like a snowball a snowball effect
0: compounding yeah. yeah is that one day per week or one day per month
1: one day per week
0: think about that so you saved an entire day by i, I call this the xds process you measure your time you see where's your time truly going and a lot of times what i say with our founders like let's identify the easy stuff there's things that you're doing that are simple like they're not that hard but you're still doing them. The activities might be worth 5, 10, 15, $20 or euros per hour. If we get that off your plate and we focus on getting someone else to do that, to your point, I started using this for training. And then I started training my talent more effectively with more time, more audits, more coaching, more feedback. And from that coaching feedback, they got better. I was needed less. And within 90 days, you know, now we're talking 90 days later, how much time have you saved on a weekly basis from this whole process that has compounded you from that one thing you saved one day. How much time a week do you think you've saved from training your team, doing the right process, saying the KPIs removing small things off your plate?
1: That's uh, I don't know. I can't imagine how much time it it saves, but it just gives me more time to really focus on what matters. The thing is that you will spend time on, on other things, so you don't really know anymore. You need to find new ways to also Um, delegate that work but yeah it's 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 about making small steps Uh, you have to see how it works and then you will make it easier for yourself when you implement it
0: you had the, the 25k to 50k by month three like that full that third month finished I think we started in June. So you had June, July and August, right? So it's, you started in June, you had two months and then in that third month you doubled, right? So it's not like it took three months and then you doubled, you actually technically doubled in two months, right? So you really doubled in 60 days because that third month you had doubled. When you freed up your time, did you go, how'd you get more clients? Were you asking for referrals? Were you doing, like, how are you actually getting more clients now that your time was freed up?
1: Well, I've invested a lot in partnerships as well as referrals from clients. We really focus on, well, delivering quality work for our customers and they will have like friends in their network that will also refer us and like to work with us. It would make it just easier to do sales because people are coming to us, actually asking, we want to work with you, just give us a proposal and most likely they're gonna sign the next day because they know they already have like, Good information from their from their friend that we deliver quality work. So we scaled we scaled in the beginning on Google Ads. Then we added LinkedIn uh, with organic posts, and after that uh, we invested a lot in partnerships, strategic partnerships of tools, apps that we use, uh, but also a fulfillment partner, for example. It's everywhere. So uh, partnerships are really important to uh, to scale your business.
0: I love that. I find that most partners are not worth most agencies' time. How have you been able to find the right partners?
1: Find the correct niche. So you have to find tools that you actually want to use for your clients. You can advise those tools to the niche that you're already working in. And if you can give high quality leads to them, you can also tell them, okay, not everyone has a shopify agency already please refer us because we can really help your customers as well that's the point we can make everyone can make each other better
0: i love that i think that's actually really important i think a lot of agencies want referrals i find you actually have to give to get like if you weren't giving referrals you're probably not going to get a return but because you're very valuable to your partners right there's these tools these software these programs that when you refer business to them it's it's very valuable so they're incentivized. Okay, we don't want to lose Jordy's business. He could refer someone else. Let's keep referring him business as in return. And I actually find the partners are the ones that actually work. It has to be a two-way street. And usually, one of the biggest encouragements I make is like when you're looking for new partners, if you can't refer them business, you probably shouldn't even engage with them because like why would they? They could get business to anyone else. And then when you're referring someone, if you're not getting leads back from that person, you should go find a partner that would refer you back business. So I think what you're saying is right. I think the caveat is you have to make sure you get back.
1: Yeah. It's like everyone wants to be partnered with a- Shopify agencies. It's, it's like very attractive, but at some point I like, doesn't make sense to partner up with a small app that just asks $50 per month. Uh, and it will do just a small, a pop-up or something like that. It's just not enough for us to be a partner. You know, we need, we need something bigger. It's more a partnerships with like bigger apps that we really die hard work with. And for example, with Klaviyo, that's an example. Yeah, that's important, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that's a great point. You're not focusing on the small, small partners focusing on the big ones. So let me ask you this. What do you see the future for your business now? In 90 days, you doubled, went to 25K to 50K. What do you see happening in the next six to 12 months? So this
1: year, well, there's plenty of work. Like we are already doing sales, sales calls for early next year. That's never happened before. So I expect that next year we, we could be able to double as well with the right processes in place. It still takes some time to finish all the processes and to improve the SOPs. But if we did this in, in 90 days, what will it be then in half a year or a year? That's just, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be insane. Yeah. So. The goal is really to keep doubling every year, uh, but at some point it's going to get harder and harder, but it's good to have the goals in place.
0: You know, one of my friends in Los Angeles, Max Hurton, he, his agency does over 20 million annually. They're from Australia. They're called Megaphone. And I asked him when I first met him, you know, he's like, yeah, I do, tw- I exited my business, we do 20 million annually. I said, what's the secret? His answer was double every year. That was it. And that was his secret. And you did just double in 90 days. I think you could more than double next year. And I think that'd be a good ambition. So, you know, for everyone listening, Jordy, right? There's a lot of people that listen. They're like, oh, should I work with ADF? I've seen their stuff. I think you found me from Twitter originally, if I, had a, if I remember correctly. But for everyone listening that might be on the fence or they're, they're considering it, if, what would you say to those people? Should they consider reaching out? Should they reach out? Like, was it worth it for you? What would you say to those people?
1: Just think about return on investment. I mean, it's not a that big of an investment compared to what you monthly do when you start thinking about this. So I would say trust the process. It's really nice to have someone that looks with you from a higher standpoint that really helps you see your business in a different level. That sometimes you really need that to come out of that level that you're currently at and that you really need to grow faster that that's you need someone else at some point yeah
0: i love that and jordy thank you so much for coming on and guys you heard it right he said the roi is there and look at him you know he doubled he went from 25k to 50k in two months two months right and um jordy for everyone listening that wants to either connect with you or look at you and your your business or even maybe go partner with you to refer business where could they find you
1: uh, you can find us online. Our website is new5.nl or you can find me on LinkedIn, Jordi Sterk. I will put a link uh, below probably then uh, then you can link me uh, there.
0: And I love how this whole episode, you know, for me, obviously my name is Jordan. Obviously in the Netherlands, Jordi, right? But I've been calling you Jordi because of my American accent. Thank you, Jordi. Thank you, Jordi. <laughs> Shit, not, this is gonna be in my head now. Thank you so much for coming on. And guys, if you need help scaling your agency, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call. days as well. What is good agency owners. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you were looking for support growing your agency and are not sure the best way to do that, go to eightfigureagency.co forward slash call where you will book a call with us and we will start our process to help you figure out what is the best way to grow your business we're going to review your systems, add value, and help you understand a new model and system that you can start to build that is going to easily enable massive growth this year. Once again, that is 8figureagency.co forward slash call, where we will help you scale your agency and add $10,000 in MRR per month. Cheers.